0: (laughs) it is (laughs) Uh, it starts right great <laughs> I don't it was, want it. It was nobody. I was trying to whoosh it to my. <laughs> You're like. I washed my sheets it. today. Oh my gosh. Isn't yeah. that the
1: best? I mean, yeah, I just, my comforter is so thick, it takes forever to dry, so I try not to wash my comforter too much.
0: Well, I always go to, like, wash my, I always go to wash my pillowcases, because you should wash your pillowcases, because of your face oils, and then I'm like, you know what, if I'm gonna wash those, I might as well just wash all of my sheets, but also, speaking of changing your pillowcases, because face oils, wearing a mask every day has given me bacterial acne, and I'm super sad about it, and I feel like a middle schooler, and... It's really gross but I'm on medication now so. I actually had a bunch of people message me because I was talking about it on my story the other day and I had a couple
1: people message me and tell me about First Aid Beauty has new like Your skin wipes. is flawless. I'm really jealous actually. No because I've started using these wipes recently. It was really bad. This like, is an ad.
0: <laughs> it's Listen to how good we are at doing ads. First Aid Beauty. Me too. <laughs> I First Aid Beauty. Hi. Hello. Our number is 555. That's it's it. got like white clay
1: in it I think is what it is. Okay. And it smells Smells really good, and it doesn't, like, you know how, like, normally, like, when you get those, like, pads that are in, like, a little thing, and it's, like, in liquid, it, like, Oh, like the Claricelle. Yeah, but it, it's not like <laughs> that, that at all. That everybody used. But it's acne not, wipes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But it's not like that. It's actually, like, it feels really nice on my skin. Like, it doesn't dry my skin out at yeah. all. And I really like it so
0: far. I mean, it's helping a lot, because I've had it real bad. I should post, like, before and afters, once it finally goes away, and be like, here's my skin. Remember when everyone used, Maybe it? they'll give me free acne. <laughs> <laughs> proactive. No. I use that
1: shit once, and then I, I'm i the worst at remembering to do anything. I literally—you can ask Melissa. I, I'm the worst. I forget everything, and I definitely forgot to do my proactive stuff every day, and I broke out even worse. So
0: my thing is, is I would run out of, like, one of the three steps— Yes. And then they, and then you had to, and then they did the vending machine thing, which I guess is fine, but that's still like, it's just so annoying. Like I need one step and it was so expensive. Yeah. I just want one step is great. I can do one. Anyways, I'm Melissa. And I'm Kat. And this is a skincare podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we
1: love healthy skin. Uh, with the amount of makeup I wear, I mean, I should like skincare more
0: than I do. I'm not like a huge makeup buff. I do what I can to look cute, but also some days I just don't wear makeup. So there's also that. Not saying. There's two of me. I had Makeup me me and no makeup me. I had a
1: child ask me the other day what the white stuff on my face was, and his dad goes, that's just her makeup. And I was like, am I that pale? (laughs) Maybe he meant like your nose. No. Did you do your... No, I had a mask on. He said, what's that white stuff on your forehead? And the dad said, that's just her makeup. And I was like, yep, all right. (laughs)
0: First of all, you're disrespectful.
1: No, he was really sweet, actually. (laughs) But it's... It was just... No, screw that child. (laughs) He was a nice child.
0: Also, I want to apologize on Dinah's behalf for our last episode. She... I don't know what's her dealio, but she was attacking my door. And honestly, to us, it's kind of background noise, so... It was pretty loud last episode. It was so bad. I'm so sorry. We'll be more. It's little. I don't even hear it anymore because it's, she has to do it 45 times before it clicks in my brain that she's being annoying. Yeah. Because our cats are that annoying. She also like, doesn't like
1: attention. So the fact that she sits there like banging on the door and we're like, what do you want? You don't want us to
0: touch you. So what do you want? She had her full. Okay. And Dinah is big. She had her <laughs> like full arm under my door. And I'm so mad because we,
1: every time she does it, we try to like record her doing it to like show you guys what the noise is. And she, it's like, she has a sense where she knows that we're recording her and she immediately stops.
0: I apologize. <laughs> We're sorry our cat's a demon. Dinah also apologizes, even though she probably really doesn't. Do you apologize, pup? Oh, don't talk to her. <laughs> She's going to come to the door now. <laughs> no, she won't. If Dinah hits my door in this episode, it's Cat's fault. She started it. Anyway, happy fall. You're happy Halloween. Exciting. My favorite
1: time of year. It's the only time of year that matters. Ooh, Universal did announce that they're doing the house
0: for longer. I'm not going. That's okay. You don't I'm have to. staying socially responsible. Speaking of socially responsible, <laughs> I'm going on vacation. <laughs> I'll be in North Carolina when this episode comes out with my friend Rage Face, so... Uh, We're staying in the mountains, so far, far away from human beings. I'm really excited. It's my graduation present to myself because technically I graduate on October 9th, but my last day of class is September 29th. So I'll already be done with class once this comes out, but I'm really excited and free time.
1: I'm jealous. I want to go to mountains.
0: You could, but you always go to Disneyland. So (laughs) instead... Yeah, there's mountains in California. At Disneyland, in there's uh California. there's the Matterhorn. Yeah, see? Space Mountain. Right, and there's Thunder Mountain. Uh huh, and Splash Mountain. I don't do that one, but yeah, see, I go to mountains. <laughs> so
1: great. <laughs> anyway, moving on. That's all I've got. I didn't have anything. Oh, I do have something. Wait, I just lied. Okay, so um, <laughs> I'm the worst. Okay, so. I don't know. I guess for me, like, I'm used to people coming up to me and, like, telling me they follow me on Instagram because, like, I've had it for a while and, like, I've had a Brag. decent amount of... <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. It's... It, I'm just saying, like, it's different. So, a guy came up to me today to tell me that uh, he listens to our podcast and I honestly looked like an idiot. I was, like, jumping up and down and I was, like, clasping my hands. I literally was trying not to cry. Um, I don't know why it's so different, but I was super excited about it. And he was like, yeah, like, my wife follows you on Instagram. And I was like, okay, thank you. And then he was like, and I listen to your podcast and I was like, "Oh my God, thank you. Like I literally probably looked like an idiot. But then so I tweeted about it and he replied to the tweet. Um his Twitter is Spectrum Magic Guy. So thank you so much for talking to me today. It literally made my whole day like you have no idea. I honestly probably looked like an idiot to you because I was so freaking excited. That I was legit almost crying. So thank you for listening and thank you for talking to me today. I really, really appreciate it. It literally made my whole day. So, woo! Okay, that was my only thing.
0: <laughs> I think it's also because if you follow somebody on Instagram, it takes... It's like no effort. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, He takes... Time he takes an hour out of his life every to two listen weeks. to our annoying ass voices and listen to <laughs> us. Oh my gosh, I love you guys so much.
1: Like people listen to us ramble. Uh, we're t- on purpose. You're listening
0: to us right now. They listen to us on purpose, and we love you. Yeah, you I'm literally this crying to yourself. <laughs> like I'm literally tearing up. You it's- should have him. Oh my gosh, we should send him a special present. Okay, why don't you start us off, Kat? Okay, so this time we're here to tell you why Frankenweenie is. Tragical.
1: I have never seen this movie before, and it was very weird. I don't know how I felt about it. I've seen it. So I love, I love Tim Burton movies and I just like everything he does. But this, I don't know if it's because it's based on something else or I just, I don't know. Wasn't my favorite Tim Burton movie, that's for sure.
0: I don't know why, but it bothers me the whole movie's in black and white. Oh, I didn't even really think about that. Our main character. Yeah, Victor. Victor Frankenstein. Yes. Is a middle school boy? Yeah, I would say roughly. Yeah, like 10, 11, 12-ish. And he's got a dog. He
1: does, a dog named Sparky. That looks like
0: two yams. (laughs) I knew you were gonna say it. Sparky looks like two yams on top of each other. He Um, kinda does, yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I don't like it. (laughs) I can't look at it. That's why that's the end. I can't watch this movie. Sparky's nasty. He's
1: a dog. You don't think
0: he looks weird? No, I definitely think he looks weird. Definitely does not look like a normal dog. It's disturbing. I already hate this movie because Sparky looks weird. So, <laughs> the movie starts with Victor. He made a like
1: three D movie. Three like, D. Yeah, it was three D. Oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah. I guess they did have three D glasses. On. Glasses. Uh, carry on. Try my life. Uh, starring his dog Sparky as like a superhero, which is all great except for the fact that his parents talked through his whole movie like non-stop were making little comments and I was like shut the fuck up let it let his movie go it's a silent film you don't need to fucking talk he wasn't a superhero
0: he was a Saurus, and he destroyed the town
1: no the dinosaurs were destroying the town and he ate the dinosaurs saving all the people
0: was I watching this no <laughs> are you ever watching the movie that we're watching I can't look at sparky I can't. <laughs> he really freaks me out. I don't like his body shape or the texture. looks weird. I think
1: the weird part is, is that he doesn't have fur. So he's, they just drew like lines in it because it's claymation. So they just drew lines in it to look. So he just looks like a furless
0: yam dog. Can I be inappropriate? Yes. I don't know why I'm asking now. <laughs> What? Oh, God. He looks like a toad. Like, he just looks like a short little skin bag. Uh. A short, fat skin bag. (laughs) Yeah, because he he doesn't have fur. I I really think that's what it is. I don't like Sparky. I hate dogs. I hate Bolt, and I hate Sparky now. Fuck you, Sparky. So we don't like Sparky. And then somehow the movie projector breaks... They're so,
1: like, yeah, burns the reel of the movie. I don't know irrelevant. How, yeah. I don't know how, well, I'm just, I don't know how movie projectors work. Uh, exactly. That's <laughs> why
0: I just said it's broken.
1: It's not the projector, though. It's just the film that's broken.
0: So, so he so. brings it to the attic where he has a little workshop. Because mm-hmm. that's what normal middle schoolers have is a workshop in their mm-hmm. attic.
1: Yeah. And we a had yam a, dog. We had a computer room.
0: <laughs> we don't even... We didn't even have an attic. Out Florida <laughs> doesn't have attics or basements. Correct. Because it's too hot for an attic. And if you dig two feet below the surface in Florida, you're going to hit water. So I don't know what either of those things are. I wish we... I feel like an attic is so cool. It would be cool if it wasn't a hundred and four degrees outside every yeah, day. Yeah, <laughs> for real. So, so then he is off to school. I don't know. Is this like the next day or something?
1: Yeah, I yeah, I think it's the next day. So he's off to school. Our boy Victor. They live in New Holland, which I found very interesting. Yeah,
0: and we're Dutch. Yeah, our last name is actually Dutch. Van Lingen is Dutch. Means of the glen yes our people lived in a glen yeah. which isn't really impressive
1: <laughs> of the glen Glens did are it
0: cool. isn't it just like a clearing yeah. like a forest clearing Yeah. It's pretty cool, I guess. It's like
1: where uh, Belle ran with her dandelion. Is that a glen? Glen. I'm going to pretend that's a glen. I feel like a glen has water. Like, I think of, like, a little pond when I think of a glen.
0: I think of Glen Coco. (laughs) You go Glen Coco. Can we be of the Glen Cocos instead? That's what our
1: last name means Okay, great. (laughs) Perfect. Okay.
0: Of the Glen Cocos.
1: So he has a creepy neighbor.
0: Bob Burgermeister.
1: Who is the mayor, question mark? He's the mayor. Okay, they very briefly mention that. He's uh, literally at the the festival later as the mayor. Sure, Jan. And <laughs> I just like his name is Burgermeister, and he reminds me of...
0: The Heatmeister. Yeah, that's literally what he reminds me of. It's yeah. miser, But uh, he's mad because Sparky... Too close to his Dutch dazzlers, which are tulips. You can't get close to those, Sparky. Who the fuck do you think you are? And his flamingos
1: can't get close to the garden flamingos either. Okay, he
0: has like prized flamingos in his front yard. I mean, goals. What are you talking about? Tulips and flamingos? I would love that. And then Bob Burgermeister (laughs) has like a goth niece, weird goth named Elsa, which I love. love love. (laughs) And she is in the same grade as our boy Vic. Yes. And they go to school, and they have a substitute for their science class. Who's a little terrifying looking. His teeth, was that just, like, (laughs) chunks of wood, or? Yes, probably, honestly. I didn't
1: like it. He had a very long face, and his teeth were most of his face. I didn't like it at all. (laughs) Was he, like, Russian? Like, what was his, like, nationality supposed to be? I have
0: no idea. I couldn't tell you.
1: Like, the scary, like, Russian man in, like, a James Bond movie is kind of what he reminded me of.
0: Yeah. They talk about um, how New Holland is built on an abandoned gold mine, according to uh, Weird Girl. Who is my favorite in this whole movie? Who is the best part of this movie, honestly? J- I only watched this movie for Weird Girl. Yeah, for real. I don't think she has a name. I, I'm pretty sure... Sh- I called her Weird Girl the whole time. Her eyes are very, very big, and then her pupils are just tiny little pinpoints. <laughs> very Tim Burton. And... She's so cute. And she has a cat named Mr. Whiskers. Who I'm obsessed with. We love Mr. Whiskers. We do. Everyone also just has their pets with them all the time.
1: Yes, town is weirdly obsessed with their pets, which we'll go more into later. But yeah, they're very weirdly obsessed with their pets in this new Holland. They
0: are obsessed. Mm-hmm. So back at the uh, the Frankenstein residence, Sparky's in the backyard and... Uh, his ball goes over to the Mr. Bürgermaster's yard and... Uh, God, that's an awful name. He goes to get his ball and he meets a lady poodle. Ooh. Oh my she's God. Cute. She's cute. Do we learn the poodle? Oh, we do at the end. She's got beehive hair. Mm-hmm. She's so cute. What was her name? Persephone. Persephone. Yes, which I love. I do love that. I love Greek mythology, so that's a win for me. Is that what it is? Who's Persephone?
1: Um, Hades' wife. Oh, is she cute, though? She's, like, the goddess of spring, question mark?
0: That doesn't seem very Hades.
1: No, but he still loves
0: is her. Is she, like, the light to his dark?
1: Yeah, because, like, the whole thing was, was, like, okay, now you're me get into it. Do but it. But I'm going to nerd out a little bit. She, like, in order for her to stay in, like, Hades with her, um, or her stay with him, she has to eat, like, a certain amount of pomegranate seeds. And so I think she eats three. So she can only stay in hell with Hades or what is it, the underworld I'm sorry the underworld for three months out of the year much to her parents dismay why pomegranates I don't know that was that was just his way of like getting her to stay in the underworld for a certain amount of time so she ate three pomegranate seeds so three months out of the year she spends in the underworld with Hades
0: that's not a very long time
1: no much yeah they both were sad about it
0: oh they actually love each other Seth I love Greek mythology It's like literally One of my favorite things Poor baby I know right Anyways Back at school (laughs) um, Weird girl brings Mr. Whiskers over To our boy Vic Mm -hmm. And she informs him That uh, Mr. Whiskers Had an omen Had a um, Basically a hairball I thought it was a poop I think it's a hairball you really thought it was a poop? Yeah, because it was really dark and she, and Mr. Whiskers has white fur. But it's all mixed up with... It could have been poop. Huh? <laughs> with <laughs>
1: kitty litter. Yeah, it looks like... <laughs> I think it's poop. I thought it was a hairball, but... I think it's funnier because then if it poops in these weird letters and then moves it or moves an We <laughs> Just we should No, an S isn't fun of B, though. Like...
0: <laughs> yeah, that one's tough.
1: <laughs> you either maneuver your butt like that or Mr. Whiskers maneuvered it with its like paws or and nose. Or she's a break and did it with her hands.
0: Honestly, maybe. Anyways, the stupid cat made <laughs> a hairball or a poop into the shape of a V and apparently that means... It's an
1: omen. It could be good or bad. Something is going to happen to Victor within
0: that week. Poop premonitions. (laughs) Oh! Mr. Whiskers has poopy premonitions. premonitions. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I can't. Yeah, and then we also meet Edgar in this scene. Who I can't... I wouldn't... Deck that kid. Edgar has like... Okay, and I understand (laughs) people are born with what they're born with, but since this is a movie... And I can say whatever the fuck I want because this is my podcast. Yo, Edgar's hands is so nasty. They are like, he has long, creepy fingers. Oh, just then his, one hand. No. One of his hands has long, creepy, gross fingers. And then the other hand has even bigger, longer, grosser <laughs> creepy fingers. It's unacceptable. He's
1: like the Igor of, like, the movie, right? He's the
0: Igor, for sure. Except for he's, like, a forced Igor, because Frankenstein doesn't even want to be his friend.
1: Yeah, he's not, like, his assistant. He's actually kind of, like, the antithesis of it. Like, his
0: voice is so annoying, too. Yeah, he's very annoying. I hate Edgar. I'd punch his little pug nose. I'd punch him right in the hand.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you just hold it with his creepy
0: fingers. It would just Ew. up to your elbows. Stop. I really <laughs> got the <piggy laughs> it just re- it, No. If, elbow. He el- <laughs> if he interlocked his fingers with your fingers, his fingers would touch your elbow crease. That's what That's I That's how nasty his long, creepy <laughs> fingers are. I seriously just vomited in my mouth. Oh, God. So back at the Frankenstein residence, they're having a uh, fondue dinner. Oh, good. So I would imagine this is like early 2000s, late 90s. The 70s. Oh, that was still a thing in like the... In the 90s, I people were yeah. not fondueing. 70s, 70s is so fondue.
1: Or maybe they just really I'm, held on to their fondue.
0: I'm a historian. Remember that? <laughs> so if they're doing the fondues, it's the 70s.
1: But the rest of the okay, it's the seventies, <laughs> and the dad
0: freaking seventies.
1: The dad is like a travel agent.
0: It's hard to when you've worked at a hotel, but travel agents. Up when you work at a hotel because they, they I don't want to say they think they know everything. I don't think they intentionally fuck things up, but they constantly, and I'm not saying all travel agents are like this. I'm sure there are some wonderful, tra- I know some travel agents who I'm sure do a wonderful job, but most of the problems I had when I worked in a hotel were not because of the guests. It's because of what the travel agent told them or didn't Or tell what them. the travel agent did not tell them or Correct. what the travel agent booked for them or what the travel agent Agent thought that they booked for them, but anyway, we've ranted about travel agents I'm now for so no sorry. reason. Uh,
1: so the dad is talking to Victor about being a travel agent, and he's like, you know, you just have to have like a purpose in life. Like maybe instead of liking science, you should do a sport, which really upsets me because I don't understand parents who try to force their children to do things they don't want. If your child likes art, let them be an artist. If your child likes dance, let them be a dancer. If your child wants to play sports, play sports. If your child wants to play music, play music. Let them try everything, yes but let them do the thing that they genuinely enjoy. Our parents never forced anything on us. I wanted to be a dancer, so I danced. Melissa was in, did the science fair for a bunch of years. Like we, like, you know what I'm saying? Like everyone just has like those different things and it's like what you do when you're younger builds you as a person. It just really frustrates me when parents, like, I know this is a fake fucking movie and they're clay and it doesn't matter. But, like, when parents force stuff on their kids, it drives me bananas. You
0: know what is so crazy? And now I'm like, I wish I had a therapist so I could dive into this. God, right? But I was so indecisive even as a child. I did dance. I did Girl Scouts. I did, yeah, I did the science stuff. I did You did do stuff. a lot. I did soccer in high school. I started to to do community service and being in a service club and and I'm the same way as an adult okay. I cannot decide what I want to do so I'll start doing something and I'll be really into it for like a year and then I don't want to do it anymore that's yeah that's you I just can't like I cannot do one thing for more than a year this podcast will be over in four no months. <laughs> please no this is my only joy in life no yeah like Wow, I've been into sizes since I was five. This is why I don't date either, because I get incredibly bored, like, after, like, a month. We do need therapy, God. <laughs> I need someone to dissect me. Jesus. Anyways, so his dad won't let him do uh, the science fair unless he agrees to do baseball. So he plays baseball. I think it's a pretty good compromise. I don't think that's, I don't think he's a bad dad. No, 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 no. I just, I, he just like wanted I said, him to try it too. He wasn't like, do baseball. He was like, do you want to try baseball? Right, that's what I'm saying. He was like, hey, just
1: give it a shot. If you don't like it, it's fine, but give it a try.
0: So they are at the baseball field for Victor to play baseball. And this is when we really start to meet the other kids in his grade. And Kat has a favorite. <laughs> First of all,
1: I already know that Tim Burton is has issues with race. It has already been brought out a lot of the time that he does not have people of color in his movies, that he doesn't use, like, he only uses white people and white people only. Is Tim Burton and racist? I, I don't think, I, I don't know if he's racist per se, but he doesn't use people of color. There is a person of color in this. Toshiaki. Okay. This they did this poor Japanese kid so dirty he's the like only one with like a really heavy accent. he's he talking like this, yeah, he speaks very broken like it's so awful, like very broken English. it really bothered me the whole movie, and of course he's like the smart kid he plays sports he like does all like you know the nor like the what stereotypical smart Asians do plays baseball. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying How they say like Asian people are just good at everything like he's good at sports he's good at math he's good at science like it really drove me crazy this whole fucking movie and he is, uh, speaks broken English it's oh my god he's because so he speaks bad. broken English no it was it's the most like racist portrayal of a would Japanese would you rather person. have him had a like a white person voice do you know any Asian people that have a heavy accent? Like yeah, that?
0: I had a friend growing up whose family was from Vietnam, and he definitely talked like that. Okay, perfect. Like he talked like so, broken English, right? But of all the Asian people you know, I this don't, is where we're very different. Because I just feel I try like to be open about things. It's so not so do you,
1: but I am open about things. But when there's one person of color in this whole movie, and he has a stereotypical like. Broken English accent. Like, it's just... I just feel like it wasn't necessary. It didn't move the story along in any way. I feel like it just was racist.
0: He's a token Asian. Right. There's no other Asian people in this movie. There's no... There's no no people people, of color in this movie. No
1: Hispanics. Nothing. There's a bunch of white kids and then this one random Japanese
0: child. I think that's the argument, though, is like... I think that's how people see it, is like, oh, if you just... You can't force it either, but if you don't, then then some people are, yeah, misrepresented and, like...
1: Right, like, he didn't have to have, like, the, the accent and the broken English. Like, that wasn't... It didn't further the story. Like, it was just there to be like, hey, look, he's Asian.
0: But would you rather have had it just be another white kid?
1: No, I, I want there to be representation all the way around in a way
0: that... Isn't a stereotype. Okay, you get what I'm no, saying. No, I just love to argue. So this is good. This is what this is all about. It's not really arguing. It's an argument. It's not argumentative, but it's an argument. <laughs> so they're playing baseball. <laughs> Perfect.
1: He's he's the what catch? I don't know anything about baseball. I used he's to go throwing to... the ball. cat. How can he be the catcher? <laughs> Listen, go the thrower. <laughs> the pitcher. He's a pitcher. Wait, I know it. He's a pitcher. Okay. <laughs>
0: I made her almost touch. Tashaki's the, the thrower. <laughs> the pitcher. Okay, so what happens is <laughs> T-Boy throws the ball to Victor. T-Boy. And he strikes. Is that what that, is that how you say it? I strikes? Don't, yes. And then he throws another one and he strikes two. Again. And then the weird girl and Mr. Whiskers have a seat in the stadium and they're watching the game.
1: They make me nervy.
0: Oh, they should. Because they're fucking <laughs> weird. <laughs> They, like, the cat shakes, too. It's like, like... Yeah, Mr. Whiskers has been through it. Miss <laughs> Frankenstein is also sitting in the stadium... CS? Bleachers? Bleachers. So, Mrs. Frankenstein is also at the baseball game watching, sitting in the bleachers with Sparky, who's tied to the bleacher. And Toshiaki throws the ball, but this time, Victor hits it. But it goes... Really, really, really far hits it out of the park, as they say. Mm-hmm. And out <laughs> of the park is apparently a street, yeah, it's great because New Holland does not care about safety, apparently. No, as we find out. So, yeah, everyone starts yelling at Victor,
1: Run, run. So
0: he starts to do the running, <laughs> but uh, Sparky sees the ball go, yeah, he
1: he likes baseballs and he manages to break the rope that he's on on the bleachers. Sure, Runs after the ball, out into the middle of the road, and you can guess what happens next.
0: Sparky gets hit by a flipping car.
1: <laughs> not a flipping car. It, the car didn't flip. <laughs> it's not like Superman, like,
0: breaks the car in half. And guess what? He dies. Wow. R.I.P. We never saw Sparksies. that coming. So Sparksies. Big- <laughs> Sparks these boys. <laughs> so they bury him in the pet cemetery of New Holland, which is very elaborate. It's excessive. And there are snakes a squirrel. and a squirrel. There was a goldfish. There were turtles mm-hmm. and cats and bunnies and dogs. And this town really cares about their pets. They're really obsessed with their pets. Yeah, they
1: all have like very Fancy headstones for just their pets. Like uh, we not to be morbid but we just buried ours in the
0: back freaking yard of our house. Remember when grandpa fell off the roof and I came home from school like three (laughs) days after that and you and mom were sitting in bed sobbing. And I was like, what the hell is going on? Why are you guys sobbing? And then mom was like, I don't know how to tell you. And I was like, oh my God, is grandpa okay? (laughs) And mom was like, oh yeah, he's fine. Your hamster died. And I was like, I don't give a fucking shit about that hamster. Was this your first, second, or third one that died? I think it was garlic. I think it was my first. But grandpa just, I literally thought grandpa (laughs) died. So after mom was like, oh, your hamster died, I was like, thank God. <laughs> My hamster lived, what, eight years? Yeah, Bubba was, I think he was magical. Yeah. I think you had a magical hamster. I did. And he like escaped once and like lived under my bed for like a week. I do remember he, that he had like a food pile. He like organized his food too, like yeah. in one pile where the sunflower seeds and another pile where the little orange bit things. Oh, there was like little dry corn. Mm-hmm. All the, the little like, white, rice thingies, yeah, white rice thingies were in a pile. <laughs> Oh, he had a love. whole colony under your bed. He was such
1: a good hamster. You knew
0: he was alive, though, because remember, the food kept disappearing. Yeah, and we just didn't know where he was. We just was. didn't know where he was.
1: And then one day I heard him under my bed. An undiscriminate amount of time goes
0: by. I don't know how long. It's like I'd say at least a day. <laughs> days. It's
1: like, I put days or
0: weeks because it seems like a... Well, the science fair thing still is a thing.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, they're preparing for it. But I feel like it's more than just, like, a day has gone by when they're
0: talking about all this now. It's I like, feel like it was a solid 24 <laughs> hours. You really think so? Yeah. Okay, so maybe, like, one day to, like prepare his funeral arrangements and then, like, maybe two days after that. I don't think a lot of time went by. Anyway, this Why did doesn't... I picture, like, a montage that no, was happening? No, I just think it was, like, literally, like, a day later. I don't
1: know. He's still drawing his weird dead dog, his yam dog, all over his
0: notebooks and shit because he's sad he's dead. Yeah, and he watched the Saurus movie and never, sobbed in the middle of the night. I never drew any of my pets when they died. I never drew <laughs> anything. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> okay, well, wait, same. He's
1: just really sad that his dog is dead, I guess. Draws his weird yam dog on his notebook. <laughs> he just looks like a yam. He, he does.
0: does. <laughs> I hate him. In class that day with the creepy substitute. I don't know why their teacher's been out so long. See, it can't have been that He long. got
1: struck by lightning. They talk about it at the beginning of the movie.
0: The original teacher? Yes. Oh, that sucks.
1: That's why he goes into the whole rant about lightning. We kind of really skipped over that.
0: That day in class, uh, they're going to attach electrodes to dead frogs. Yeah, I don't know what this was. To make their corpse muscles dance.
1: I dissected a frog. Um, this isn't that. No, I know, but that's what I'm saying. What? Why are we electrocuting it?
0: Because they want to show you that you can still move after you... I don't know what the point of this experiment was, but anyway, it gives Victor... (laughs) An idea! A very depressed 11-year-old scientist. It gives him an idea to dig up his dead dog and reanimate it.
1: Can I mention the fact that vector from despicable me sits behind <laughs> victor in class bro he really does look like vector i stared at him so hard oh my gosh it was lit, square glasses and bowl cut and everything that was vector and you can't tell me otherwise so Moving we got the,
0: the heat miser and <laughs> now we got vector vector it's just cameos Lesson, <laughs> right
1: i love it okay anyway just yeah. i needed that there
0: <laughs> he sneaks out of the house While his parents are watching Dracula. Yeah. And. Literally digs up his dead dog. Goes to the pet cemetery and digs up his Sparky. I cannot believe that. But you know what's good? His pants are cuffed. So that's important. Victor does cuff his jeans. is on trend. According to TikTok, that makes him a bi king. Does it? Yes. Perfect. TikTok says Victor is a bi king and we stand.
1: Yes. I I cannot get over the fact. I know that this whole movie is about him bringing his dead dog back to life, but I cannot believe he
0: literally digs up his dead dog. I think that's how I felt the first time I watched this movie too. Like I knew what this movie was going to be about, but the whole time I was mouth open, just shocked. Like this child is reanimating his dead dog. I th- this child needs therapy. Victor puts Sparky in a freaking bag and drags him into the house. He is dragging his dead dog's corpse across his floor behind his parents who are trying to watch Dracula. And he drags his dead dog yeah. up the stairs yeah. and into the attic. Yeah, he does. I don't, I don't know why. I really- to perform science experiments on it. C- can you imagine the smell? Of Sparky? <laughs> yes. The dead dog?
1: Yeah, I'm sure it's he smells rancid. I would imagine it's
0: not good.
1: Rancid. Uh, yeah, so he's dragging his dog up to the attic where he's going to start doing some experiments
0: on his dead dog. So he has quite the elaborate setup there in the attic, and he... Do you think that this he came up with this whole setup in one day
1: and did all this in one day, or do you think this was like a... Like, I just... My brain, my little pea brain, dropping out of college, cannot comprehend, coming up with this idea, doing this whole setup and coming up with whatever formulas and shit you need to make this happen, and then making it happen within, like, that one afternoon.
0: Why? Why do you do this? I just... Why do you look so far into it? Because I just, I feel like the the longer it's been, the worse that dog smells. <laughs> like, I just am very concerned. I think he came home from school and it took him approximately three hours to set this up. I don't think it was any serious amount of time. Is okay. that a good answer? Sure, we'll go with that. So he gets all the machinery going. He's got his clipboard. He's checking all the boxes and he sends... Sparky, again, deceased, he sends him up through the... I don't know what that's called. Uh, it's like a, a skylight? Yeah, up through the skylight, and there's a big old storm happening. There's, thank God, because the science experiment would not happen without it. There are some kites up there. Yeah, there's kites and umbrellas and whatever. And Sparky Boy gets struck by lightning. Yeah. Yay! Success, right? No. No, it doesn't, doesn't bring Sparky back. Sparky is still a dead yam. Yeah, so poor Victor's hugging, um Huggy. leaning over <laughs> his dead dog's corpse and hugging him tightly. But wait. The damn thing's tail starts wagging. And? And then it licks his hand. So this deceased... Dog is now licking Victor's hand. I want to throw up right now. Did you remember the part where the dog was dead too? Did you? Yeah, you rewound it for
1: me and made me watch it lick his hand. And I'm and I'm
0: not even like squeamish or anything. I think it's just Sparky is not cute. Yeah. If he was cute, this movie would be great. But he looks like a yam. Also, how hard did that car hit him
1: for the fact that he's, like, sewn together in so many pieces? <laughs> that car wrecked
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ. It really fucking went in on him. <laughs> Maybe Victor had to do some, like, rearranging or something. I no, don't know. No, I think he did, though,
1: because oh, there's a part later that shouldn't happen if this dog is put back correctly. And I think a Jeez. 11-year-old would not know where all your organs are supposed to go in your <laughs> oh,
0: body. Oh, us stop. So... Victor and his now reanimated dead dog, Sparky, they fall asleep together in the attic because they're just so excited to be back in each other's arms. The child is going to go to school smelling like literal dead dog. No, yeah, for sure. So Victor's mom is looking for Victor because he's not in bed. And she starts walking up to the attic and Victor hides Sparky in an overturned bucket. And when he gets up to leave, the bucket starts moving. And Victor's like, oh, that's my robot. (laughs) It's a mop bucket. I don't know why it popped out so good. It's a robot. It's literally just a bucket.
1: (laughs) And mom is so excited. She's like, oh, maybe I can borrow it when you're done with your science fair. Man, I'm going to be the nosiest mom. I'm going to be like, what's under the bucket? No, literally, I would have been so, you would have smelled the dog, first of all. (laughs) That thing smells so bad. Dead yams. (laughs) It licked. His hand. I don't want to think With about it. With his dead tongue. I don't want to think about I it. I have to
0: remind you. No, I don't need you to. It's in my head. Don't oh my worry. gosh. So anyway, <laughs> Victor goes to school. Yeah. And Sparky is in the attic. And this is when he drinks the water and it comes spewing
1: <laughs> out of his back. It clearly was not put together correctly. So
0: nasty. It's and then so he, gross. And then Sparky sees a cat or hears a cat or something. I don't know. And he uh, jumps out the window. And it's starts Mr. Whiskers. Chasing it. Is it Mr. Whiskers? Yes. Good for Mr. Whiskers. <laughs> and then Sparky is just, just destroying Mr. Burgermeister's yard.
1: Just Actually,
0: com- Mr. Whiskers destroys the yard, and then the freaking dead dog chases it. Honestly, big facts. And at one <laughs> point, he swallows a bee. Oh no! I forgot about this, and I didn't want to think about it. And the bee just crawls out of his neck because he's dead. Because he's dead cat. The fly really got me. It's a bumblebee, I think. I
1: think it's a fly because they follow around him. Then he like he literally has like three of them I've around. I found bee, him. and I know bees. It's a fly because then they, they
0: fly around him I know because flies he's dead and he smells dead. I think later on flies do start to fly around him. But no, I think that first name was a bee. I would bet my very left toe that it was a bee. Play
1: it right now. <laughs> Play the movie again. I'll bring I have Disney Plus on my phone. I'll bring it up right the fuck now. <laughs> I you you ready to lose that toe? <laughs> yep. I'm ready to
0: lose it. You can sew it back on and we'll reanimate it. It'll be fun. Uh, no, no, no. no thank you. He also okay, he scares a lady that's putting away her laundry and then he goes to the park and then he scares a baby and he is chewing on the baby's pacifier. I didn't even write this part down. And then he runs away and the mom picks up the pacifier and puts it in the baby's mouth. Yes, you heard me right. A dead dog was <laughs> chewing on the pacifier, and then the mom put it back in his mouth. It's just, I just couldn't. I didn't even write that part down because I, I couldn't. Because it was so bad, yeah. you wanted to cry? Yes. So, anyway, Edgar the creepy boy with the long salad fingers <gasps> sees... Sparky he salad <laughs> fingers. He likes rusty spoons. Edgar the creepy boy sees Sparky rummaging through the trash, and he cannot even believe his eyes because Sparky died like three weeks ago. So what is he doing here? He can believe his nose though; it smells dead. Oh my gosh, for sure. <laughs> so Sparky goes back to his house because he wants to see his lady love, Persephone, his girl. She starts to sniff, sniff him. him. Mm-hmm. His little neck bolts electrocute her. Don't worry, she doesn't die. But she does get the streak in her beehive Yeah. So
1: Frankenstein's bride, you know, she has like the little white streak in her black beehive. So now the poodle has that. Yeah, Persephone, looking like a bad bitch. That part's cute. Yeah, I like that part.
0: So then Victor comes home and Edgar is there. Edgar tells Victor he knows about the dog. What a fucking narc. He's like threatening to tell the mom. Because he's a narc. So basically he asks Victor to show him how he did it. So they go buy a dead fish and they recreate the experiment and the dead fish comes back to life. But for some reason.
1: It's invisible.
0: It's invisible. It's just, yeah. So you can only see it if you like shine a light on it. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is pretty cool actually. Yeah, that's pretty dope. I wish whiskey was invisible.
1: (gasps) Whiskey, she didn't mean it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's so cute. He is cute. So Edgar, now with his invisible fish, after Victor tells him not to tell anybody. Fucking narc. Immediately goes over to Toshiaki's house and he's there with Bob. Bob I, is a big boy. <laughs>
1: who I said just looks like Pugsley Adams, so I called him Pugsley this whole time. His name Bob.
0: Well, anyways, he goes over and shows them immediately mm-hmm. because he's a fucking why you? And they are really jealous and decide that they need to make a rocket to Compete with an invisible fish. I literally hate children. Also, that also doesn't compete with a invisible fish. No, an invisible fish is way fucking cooler. Than a rocket. What a bunch of nerds. Weirdos. Gosh, kids in their science fairs. Am I right? Like, rockets already exist. You know what doesn't already exist? Invisible, invisible fish.
1: fish. That was brought back to life. Are you kidding me? Like, come on now.
0: So, at school the next day, some random tall kid... Who looks like Frankenstein. Yeah, which is so weird to me. It's just really random and weird. And, like, he didn't need... He did not need to be in this movie. I agree. His character could be completely removed from this movie and it would change nothing.
1: 100%. Do you realize
0: that? No, I agree. I don't know where he came from or why he needed to be there.
1: Why does he look like Frankenstein's monster when Frankenstein exists and is making
0: Frankenstein's monster? I guess they just wanted to have representation for Frankenstein's monster. Why? I don't know, but apparently he's the smartest kid in school and he doesn't want anyone to win the science fair but him. So he corners... I don't know his name either. I don't know if they ever said it. I don't think so. I just kept calling him tall kid. Yeah, the tall kid. He corners Edgar and makes him show him his fish. And so Edgar goes to show him the invisible fish, but it's not in there anymore.
1: Yeah, the guy sticks his freaking hand in there, like, okay, and swishes it around. What if it was a piranha?
0: Probably die anyway. Well, it did bite Pugsley, so. (laughs) So Edgar is freaking out and runs to Victor and is like, oh my gosh, the fish disappeared. It must like the magic of the <laughs> lightning must wear off
1: magic after of science
0: after you know a day or so. So Victor freaks out and thinks that maybe Sparky disappeared. So he runs home, but Sparky's still there. Unfortunately, the smelly yam dog is still alive. He's still there. I wouldn't say alive. He's still animated. True. Uh, Bob, the big boy, and Toshiaki, the token Asian, are. <laughs> making a rocket out of sodas yeah they're just they're honestly the worst they just shake
1: them really hard tie them to the poor fat kid on roller skates first of all I would have fallen off that roof on those roller skates in a heartbeat and then
0: you're gonna tie sodas to me The whole thing was so stupid. Also, why would you pick the, no offense, the larger child to test the rocket?
1: Because Toshiaki, it can't be him. And why not? He's way smaller. Because he's the smarter one of the two, so he knows that it wouldn't
0: work. I mean, their first idea was sea monkeys, so. Isn't that what they're called? Yeah. (laughs) What even are sea monkeys? I don't know. (laughs) Okay, anyway. They're
1: like Like bacteria, aren't they? Bacteria or something. Can you even see them? I'm just going to move on. So then uh, <laughs> they try to do the soda rocket on Bob Pugsley and he falls off the freaking roof because obviously it's not going to work and he yeah. breaks his arm.
0: And then they have a town hall meeting to discuss if the science fair is good or bad because they are breaking their arms trying to come up with a good idea. And all the parents are there and they're super ignorant. Yeah, honestly. And they're calling out the science teacher and calling him scary and science is scary. And so he goes up to the stage to speak roasts, for himself. He roasts the town people. He's like, y'all is ignorant. Y'all is afraid of science. Y'all is y'all stupid. Y'all don't
1: understand it. It was pretty good. And then he starts talking about how he wants to crack the children. Children's brains open. It got weird. Yeah. For sure. And I feel bad because the Frankensteins are trying to help him. They're like, yeah, let him speak for himself. And then they're like, maybe we should have let him.
0: Yeah, now the Frankensteins look like a bunch of idiots. Yeah. Anyways, him, he gets fired. Yeah, <laughs> he gets sucked. Apparently, if you call an entire room of people ignorant, they don't like it. Even if they are ignorant. They are. No, no, no. They are. So Victor sees him off, and he tells him about his experiments, and he tells him about the fish that disappeared and he said the reason the fish disappeared is because his heart wasn't in it like what what is this movie it's so, stupid. it's so stupid it doesn't make
1: any sense genuinely it makes zero sense i'm dead so now the gym teacher is a science teacher um she reminds me of the gym teacher from matilda kind of a little bit maybe a little less scary and edgar snitches about sparky to all the other children now. So now, like, weird tall kid Toshiaki and Pugsley all freaking know that Victor brought his dead dog back. A fucking narc.
0: He's the worst. Back at the Frankenstein house, uh, mom is looking for her muffin tin. And since she knows her son is constantly doing science experiments, she checks the attic. And guess who she finds? Yam dog. Yummy! Yammy good night. <laughs> Sparky's name is now Yammy he will be referred to as Yammy from here on out I'm surprised I didn't smell him by now I just there's no way you wouldn't be able to smell that fucking thing no he doesn't smell good there's no way and then dad also comes home and mom and dad are frigging the fuck out because you know their a child's dead dog is alive in the attic in and case you forgot what this movie was about yeah bizarre and then victor comes home and he's trying to calm sparky down but sparky gets spooked and runs away out the window he goes yeah from like the third floor his parents are pretty chill yeah they're like okay first of all uh, we know you miss your dog, but this is creepy. We're taking you to therapy starting tomorrow. <laughs> and they're like, we are going to go find Sparky, but then we need to have a really long talk. Okay, so while the three Frankensteins go to look for Sparky. Uh, the kids all show
1: up. So it's Pugsley, Tall Kid, Toshiaki. And somehow Weird Girl gets roped into this. She I just don't know came where, along.
0: Her and Mr. Whiskers are just there. Maybe Mr. Whiskers had a premonition in his poop.
1: Maybe that told her to attend this. Yes. It, they're all there and they just walk into the Frankenstein's house.
0: It's a safe neighborhood. People leave what? their doors unlocked. <laughs> Good lord. And they steal the plans. Yeah. To reanimate pets. So the Frankensteins, mom and dad and Victor Frankenstein are searching the Dutch Festival because it's Dutch Festival night, in case you were wondering. <laughs> so that. the Dutch festival's going on. There's carnival rides and stuff. They're all looking around town for Sparky. And Sparky went back to the cemetery and literally laid on his grave. He just wants to be dead again. (laughs) Poor Sparky. God. Like. Poor old Yam Head.
1: Yam Head. Yammy. Yammy just wants to be. Yammy. Buried back in the dirt.
0: And Elsa sings her New Holland song at the Dutch festival.
1: While she's got some six burning candles on the top of her paper hat. Super safe. Also, Elsa, don't quit your day job,
0: sis. (laughs) She literally says she would rather welcome death than sing this song, and that's a freaking mood. I concur because she cannot sing. It's really bad. So at the cemetery, Toboy. Goes to get his dead pet out of the mausoleum. His dead pet's name is Colossus. And
1: it's literally in a massive mausoleum. So I was like, okay, it's a giant dog.
0: Great. Yeah, I was thinking... um
1: What did you say? Uh Those
0: big dogs. St. Bernard. The drooly like, one. Maybe it's a St. Bernard. I forgot this part of the movie. I yeah. don't know how because it's so good. And Toshiaki then... Toshiaki
1: is <laughs> digging up Shelly the turtle. Shh. Shelly the turtle. Shelly! Get it?
0: Yes. Do you get why it's Shelly? Yes. Why? Because it's a shell. Oh my gosh. It's so funny. Yeah. Shelly's my favorite. Edgar is at the school and he finds a rat in the trash. So that's what he's going to reanimate. Wait, it's a little sad. He's never had a pet. If your child acted like Edgar, would you give it a pet? Okay, maybe not. Thank you. You would not give that boy a fish,
1: no. Uh, and then Mr. Whiskers poaches a bat for yeah. a weird
0: girl, so she gets a bat. Yeah. So Tubby Bobby, he has the uh, sea monkeys in his pool. Just sprinkles those in the pool. Yeah. I I, I honestly don't know what a sea monkey is. <laughs> Should we get sea monkeys and find out? I feel like we I feel like we didn't have a childhood. Basically, it seems to work on all of the. Pets. Except well, for they all blow up. All blow up. Well Mr.
1: Whiskers picks up the bat and is chewing on it. Yeah. And the then bat it blows up. and Mr. Whiskers blow up
0: Together. and then all the
1: rest of them blow up. And you're like, oh shit, Mr. Whiskers. Is I was dead. a little worried about Mr. Whiskers. <laughs> but then Unfortunately Mr. Whiskers is fine.
0: Yeah, and Mr. Well, Whiskers is now a bat, cat demon? Demon thing? And flies out the window. Yeah. And Edgar's rat becomes demonic and tries to kill the gym teacher at school because she hears it making noise. And tall, skinny boy uh, turns out Colossus. <laughs> is a hamster. Is it a cutie baby hamster. And he's a little mummy. He looks like a little mummy. <laughs>
1: it's pretty cute. I didn't like the teeth on that thing, but it was pretty cute. Yeah,
0: he has really sharp, scary teeth. And Toshiaki's turtle shelly becomes 50 feet tall and okay this is the part where you're allowed to call it racist it's Godzilla they they start playing like Godzilla noises yeah so and Toshiaki is Japanese that you can call racist yeah it literally
1: even looks like Godzilla with a shell like they just took Godzilla and put a shell on its back I love Godzilla
0: what a good movie Uh, Let's we watch grew that up next. watching it, yes,
1: but uh, it's very concerning. And then uh, the sea monkey becomes, sea monkeys, I'm sorry, there's multiple, become these, like, weird demon-looking little things. They have, like,
0: a bunch of horns on their head, and... There's, like, 50 of them, there's, too. Yeah, there's quite a few many. of them. So they head on over to the fair, not to ride rides. No. They're <laughs> not all... to ride the
1: Himalayas.
0: <laughs> um, but they start destroying everything. Yeah. Yep. I love Shelley.
1: Victor is still looking for uh, Yami. And he finds him at the pet cemetery. And it's honestly kind of sad. Um, He's a scared little pup. A scared little yam. And then they're trying to leave the cemetery and go back home. He's like, all right, I got my dog back. Everything's fine. Every single one of these children is coming up and being like, yo, uh, I fucked up and I need your help.
0: Yeah. Nah, bro. But Victor loves a good science experiment. So he's happy to help. He's too damn nice is what he is. For sure. So, so they're at the... Festival again, yeah, and it's just like
1: Happy Dutch Day. Here is a giant turtle monster,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's casual. He's literally trying to like rip the rides out, and and they are just they're all destroying the fair, yeah. And tall creepy kid brings Colossus over, and we're all so excited to see Colossus's power or whatever it's gonna be, you know. And he unleashes Colossus. On Shelly. On Shelly, the big turtle, and uh, Shelly just steps on him. Yeah. And kills him.
1: Colossus lasted three seconds.
0: Oh, yeah. No, yeah. he's the first one to go.
1: <laughs> it was actually a little sad because Colossus is probably the only cute one. Yeah, for
0: real. definitely cuter than fucking Yammy. Anyway, so they <laughs> blow up the sea monkeys with salty popcorn because apparently they're freshwater monkeys. I could have done without that part. And... Um, their guts literally explode and drench everything. It was nauseating. So that's nice. It was nauseating. It literally was disgusting. Yeah, it was pretty gross. And then Sparky is trying to save his lady friend, uh, Persephone, and the devil rat attacks him and bites his bolts. And then the rat blows up. So yeah, we're down three. Sea monkeys gone. Colossus gone. Colossus, the hamster is gone, and now rat thing, the rat is gone. So it's just Shelly, yeah. And Shelly gets pushed up against the Ferris wheel and gets electrocuted mm-hmm. and blows up. Mm-hmm. Bye, Shelly. I love Shelly. You I'm can love yeah. That's fine. You can love Shelly, Shelly. Lived for like 10 seconds. I like Colossus. So the demon bat slash Mr. Whiskers. Mr. Whiskers steals Persephone, flies her over to the New Holland... Windmill? Windmill. Yeah. New Holland. That's how I
1: like to say it. It's pretty good. Thanks. Uh, Yeah, so flies it to the New Holland windmill, and I just... I'm really curious. So they all chase after Mr. Whiskers to the windmill, and they all... Torches? Yeah. I just... First thing I think of when I'm chasing a weird cat... That demon is to have a torch in the year whatever it was. What did we say? The seventies. I think it's the seventies. So in the seventies, you think torches were the were the move?
0: They're an angry town Okay. You just get them when you become an angry town. They just appear in your hand.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: They just shot
1: Perfect. Sparky starts running towards
0: his the, lady friend, the windmill to save and Persephone. And Elsa also yeah. is worried about Persephone. Her doggie.
1: And then all the townspeople also run after them with their torches.
0: And Victor. Because Farky. So the Bat-Cat, Mr. Whiskers demon thing, carries Persephone into the windmill. So they decide... To burn the windmill down? I don't remember
1: exactly how it caught on fire. I don't remember if it was conscious or if they were just stupid and these dumb towns people shouldn't have fire around a giant wood structure and it accidentally caught.
0: Maybe they didn't see Persephone and they just saw the dead dog and the evil cat demon fly into there. So they thought setting it on fire would be a good idea. But it's not because Elsa runs in to save her dog and then Elsa's in there and then they're like, oh my god, we gotta save this child. And uh, Victor's
1: in there too. Yeah, Victor
0: runs in after Sparky and the thing's on fire and I just, at this point I was (laughs) I don't... yeah, there was there was a lot going on, but also a lot of nothing. <laughs> Elsa and her dog make it down safely, but the demon cat bat thing is still attacking Sparky and Victor. Yep. So Sparky pulls Victor out of the blaze, and then Mr. Whisker's bat cat thing pulls Sparky back in, uh, only to be impaled by a piece of burning wood. They literally staked that cat. It had to happen. Yeah. And then, and then the whole then, windmill comes crashing down. Sparky's sparky. dead again. Sparky. Oops. R.I.P. Sparks. It was nice <laughs> to know you. Yeah.
1: Should leave him that way.
0: So the firemen bring him out of the rubble. Sparky's Corpse Part 2. Now he smells like heated up death. Corpse 2.0. He's like super smelly now. Sparky Corpse Version 2. Gross. And the whole town comes together. And since Sparky's such a hero, because he saved the mayor's niece and her dog, that they decide to get all their cars. (laughs) It's so dramatic get their batteries and try to like restart fucking Sparky.
1: Yeah, what? they literally have like 12 cars with jumper cables. Let this dog die. He literally went to the cemetery to to he wanted to stay dead. Let him die. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Jeez. And of course, once again, it doesn't work. Oh darn! And then it fucking works. It works. And they fucking bring this stupid, poor yam dog back to life for like the eighth time. He's tired. He's he's bro. He's so tired. I'm tired. He can't even drink water. It comes out of his weird back hole. He's gonna eventually fall apart. He's he's dead. Yeah, he loses an ear and a tail. He loses oh a bunch my during God. this.
0: Um, and that's how the movie ends. The end. I can't anymore. I want to go first. Okay. Okay. I am giving Frank and Weenie a five out of ten. A five? Is that a lot? Coming from the one who gives everything a ten? Yes, that's a lot. Definitely loved it more than Bolt. Would watch this over Bolt any day. So you Bolt again? <laughs> so, I gave Bolt a one. Okay. So my list is currently Tinkerbell, Frankenweenie, Bolt. So I definitely, I'd rather watch Tinkerbell than this, which is saying a lot because Tinkerbell is stupid as shit. But I mean, I like Frankenstein. So I like the concept and I love Tim Burton, obviously, and I love Creepy Girl and I love Mr. Whiskers, but I, like, I can't, like can't even look at Sparky. So I'm giving it a five. It's a solid five. Okay. <laughs> I gave it a two. Oh <laughs> one point is
1: for Weird Girl, and the other point is for Tim Burton. Don't look at my clues. I'm not looking
0: at your clues. <laughs> okay, so next week, we're gonna do another spooky movie. Ooh. Here are your clues. I'm ready. Since I didn't give you any of mine. <laughs> yeah, you just went for it. <laughs> Yikes. You were like, Frank and Wayne-y. Okay. It has one of my favorite Disney characters in it, like, favorite of all time. Like, ultimate favorite. Okay. That not helpful? No. One of the characters in this movie is also in the Boo to You parade at the Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World Resort. There's a lot of characters in that that parade. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Is it
1: a villain that you're talking about? Yeah.
0: Okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) did that help you?
1: (laughs) Maybe. What's the next... <laughs> you got nothing? I'm I No have, guesses? Is it nightmare for Christmas? No. No. And booty you. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it Meet the Robinsons?
0: Mm-hmm. No. Shut up, cats.
1: We're doing a
0: thing. <laughs> I don't know. This isn't about you. Oh, goosey's Goosey. so cute. <laughs> Goosey. okay. This might give it to you. One of the characters in this movie is named Katrina.
1: Ichabod <laughs> yeah. and Mr. Toad. Yeah. That's, that's why I did that one last. That's good,
0: yeah, because yeah. Mr. Toad, your face. It's called The Adventures of, of Ichabod and Mr. Toad. I, I think, think so, it's the yeah. working title. Yeah. The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad. That's a good one. Goose is really exciting. <laughs> <laughs> He's pumped. <laughs> yes, that's
1: a good one. Like your favorite ride at Disneyland. Oh my god, Mr. Toad is my everything. You literally
0: go to hell. Please leave us a review. Thank you for listening.
1: Yeah. Find
0: us on the social medias. And our website. Happy fall. Happy October. Happy fall, y'all. Happy Halloween. I'm just oh. going to say it. I don't care.
1: Happy Halloween. I love Halloween. It's my favorite thing in the whole entire world. Mine too. Genuinely. So. Ooh.
0: Oh my God, did you hear that? I think we have a ghost. <laughs> All right, let's go pet our cats. Because okay, Because clearly a psycho. <laughs> These opinions are our own and are in no way associated with the film or the film's production company.
1: The cover art for Tragical Podcast was created by Johnny the Alchemist on Instagram. Give him a like and a follow to see more of his insanely good artwork and to
0: contact him for any of your artwork needs. The Tragical Podcast intro music was produced by Ja Reezy. Contact information can be found on his Instagram at Ja Reezy. J-A-H-R-E-E-Z-Y